Facebook. What's going on, Savages? How are we? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach, your friend, your closest confidant, your teacher, your student, your lover, your mother, your breastfeeding wench, the old man at the, the, the weird cottage on the corner of your village that no one ever really talks to and they say stay away from that man he's dangerous but not in like a pedophile way in more like a, a wizard kind of way and then one day you and your friends come down and i'm there and i'm all old and i'm like hey what's up there shani and you're like not much just trying to find some adventure i don't well, take these beans and plant them in your back garden and you do and a big fucking vine grows out your floor and you go out there you have an adventure that guy i could be that guy for you as well I like these little improvisations. You can always tell the episodes where I'm high as balls, ladies and gentlemen, because I always start with an improvisation. Thank you very much to all of you who are tuning in day in, day out, twice a week, every single fucking week, giving you that good savagery of the snowflake variety. Uh, and thank you very much if you've stepped up to actually support the podcast. I rely on this. Um, I, 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 I hate the begs. I hate the begs because begging is, never really gets you the results you want. But I would be eternally grateful if some of the regular listeners, and I know there's um, you know a few thousand of you who tune into every episode at least, and uh, it'd be great if a few of you went across to patreon.com slash savage snowflake. The description is in the, uh, you can find the link in the description of this episode, and, and donate a little something. One dollar a month. You can do one buck a month, or five, or ten, or fifty, or a million. And if you give me a million a month, I'll suck your D. And uh, or kiss your V, whatever you need me to do, I'm there. Um, also, thank you very much to our sponsors, Manscaped.com, refining the gentleman, giving you that incredible technology to trim down your body hair, maybe keep your balls nice and smooth, get the shaft clean, gentlemen. She doesn't want it dirty. She doesn't. She hates the musk that you give off. Uh, you need to wash a little bit clearer. Maybe get some ball wipes from them too while you're at it. If you use code SAVAGE at their website, Manscaped.com, you get 20% off their items. You'll get a free leather travel bag and free shipping on every order. And also, Boundless Technology, the finest purveyors of vaping technology. If, like me, you like to smoke that herb and that sweet distillate, that resin, mm, 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 mm. give me all them sweet legal drugs in this state of California. If you want to enjoy those, you should do it with Boundless Technology, bndlstech.com. There you can see all of their wonderful pieces there. Uh, they have got some incredible tech. It lasts for fucking days at a time. I never have to charge the batteries. They're incredible for that. Uh, and also very easy to clean. You can take apart every part of their machinery, which is pretty cool. Um, if you go to boundlesstech.com, bndlstech.com, and use code SAVAGE, you'll get 25% off every order. All right. Good reads, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. Thanks very much, Jeff. Joining me today, and in like po being very positive and supportive, you were giving me like all the facial features, yeah. all the yes. responses to my speech, and I bounced off it, and I was very grateful for it. I'm surprised you're a wizard and you didn't tell me. Well, there you go, it's a man. Rude. In another dimension, I am an old wizard. Wow. Aren't we all, in some way or another? Well, like, you have just crystal ball. Crystal ball in it. Like, predicting Whoa. who's V or D you're going to kiss. I could be an old an old soothsayer, yeah, because I'm Romanian as well. Oh, Ooh. let me look to your future. Right. right. And I look in the balls. I'm and not I fucking balls. with you. Can I curse? Is it too late? <laughs> you can curse. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I should introduce <laughs> you first, though. Yeah. It's a, a actor and comedian, Nikki Paris. You've done a bit of acting now, haven't you? Um, mostly comedy, but I do act when I'm forced to. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Acting like you're like me. I love you. This guy, I'm actually this like... This guy. Very smart. You know, I did, when you actually was when listening to you talk, you're like, you speak the lyrics of Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Has anyone ever That's told you that? Like, you're just a jagged little pill. Traffic. Jam. Yeah. When you're already late. 
<laughs> that's what you mean to me. So that's why I'm here today. To like, isn't you know it ironic? That. Yeah, isn't it? Don't you think? Don't you, yeah, don't you think? Oh, it's like rain. You ought to know. On your wedding day. You ought to know. So good advice <laughs> when you're already late. Yeah. It's like the good advice that you just couldn't take. And who would have thought that, you know, it figures. I'm not sure the- fun I was going to do the whole song. Man. I was just going to play the triangle. <laughs> I, I just wanted to attribute something. <laughs> I forgot my harmonica home. But Are you a multifaceted performer? Are you, uh, are you a triple threat? Can you sing? Um, Have you got I that Matteo s- Lane gay pipes? Or I not? love Matteo and I know he sings. Um, I definitely started in musical theater and I took opera lessons when I was a little yeah, kid. Right. But I definitely, I could carry a tune. But would I be like, you know, that's like, being like I'm a break dancer, okay. like I could do a couple moves. Yeah, but what I'd be like, oh, I can backflip, but I don't know if I can fucking right. headspin. I don't need to end up on a stretcher. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm yeah, just yeah, play yeah. it under. But comedy is definitely like my favorite thing to do. But I could sing and I can act. Um, but nice. Not a dancer. I'm like not the a whitest. Well, I have no rhythm, and I'm I'm very self conscious when I go to clubs and like I go out and maybe like try to meet somebody because I'm not a good dancer. So I like do the awkward pace. I look you know like, what help with that? What? Well, actually, uh, drugs. Real, no, yeah, so I'd be foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Fo- really? Nah, just like Molly. Molly will definitely help you. You'll dance a lot more loose. Are you confident when you go out? Just like you just I mean, have all Molly. different. When moves. I'm taking Molly, yeah, I guess like I've done Molly, and let me tell you, it's not been a great experience. Oh, I haven't done actually class A's for many, many years. But yeah, I, when same. I did take Molly, I was, I was, if even if I wasn't a good dancer, I thought I was. You know, <laughs> it's like there's a lot, of, lot of good confidence comes out of but then you see little, somebody else uh, dabby dab at like the electric daisy carnival and you see somebody who like thinks that they're like beyonce yeah and they look like ET. and they got like a cock and balls hanging yeah. outside of their cock shorts hanging yeah. out and they're like drooling at the mouth and a bit like, of puke on the front of their yeah. shirt, right. shirt. Just i feel it blew somebody in the porta potty oh god just yeah. got stuck the in. memories the memories don't get me don't make me tear up well i mean she will because she's gonna get pink eye yeah you know chlamydia of the eye yeah can you get that where's the gunnery of the eye um Oh God! I mean, let me call my doctor. <laughs> herpes, you get that. You get herpes of the of the genitals and the mouth. Ooh. But I, I don't think a, it's more a sty, isn't it? Like pink eye. That's not herpes of the eye, or I mean, herpes. It's not herpes at all. But I don't think it's gonorrhea of the eye or anything like that. It's 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 a diff, it's just a it's just an irritation. Which Something is to be afraid isn't that of, what jizz is generally from men, for uh, women at least? It's mostly an irritation. Ugh. Oh, is it going to get me pregnant or go on my face? Neither of these Both options are, are good. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, is it nicer for a man as a gay man? Do you ever no. just be like, nah? I'm so boring in the bedroom. Not a fan. I'm of not. I'm, I'm not a sexual person. Okay. I think somebody really messed me up somewhere along the line. I don't know where. Um, but you and my mum would have gotten like a house on fire. Really? She's very asexual. She's not yeah. interested in sex. Like she's not really into it. Could we get care. her on the horn? Oh man, I wish. <laughs> we could. We could try. But she, um, what my mum always needed was not to be married to my dad because they divorced after like fucking god knows how many years, and they should have done yeah. it twenty years earlier. But she needed. She's very into theatre, very into music, very into opera and art and classical music and stuff. What she needed was, and but she didn't want to fuck a man. She didn't want sex. She didn't really care about sex. But she wanted that companionship. And I always said to her, what you needed was a wonderful gay man who wasn't interested in sex right. either. They'd be like a real married couple. They'd fucking love each other's company. See, I think there's a difference difference between love and lust. Because I think if you really love somebody, like I'm going to ram your head into the wall at the Hilton. <laughs> like when you really like you want to protect them. Like I just feel like there's like a separation. I feel like there's somebody for love and then there's somebody for sex. Okay. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, like, if I really love for somebody, like, I would never think of, like, just ramming their head into my headboard. Like, really? Just, yeah. Isn't that weird? I just, That's I don't not know. weird. No. And I don't like being vulnerable. You have those two things quite as two separate worlds. Yeah. Then. Okay. That's interesting because I find it, um, I personally um, find it very easy to separate sex 
from the love I feel for someone. I can separate those two things. So I, I'm capable of fucking attractive people and not giving a solitary fuck about them and being in love with a woman but still wanting to fuck beautiful girls. Like I, I can do that. Now, is there a safe word when you enter that zone? Oh, no, but I don't do, I don't do that. Because oh. most women are not happy with that situation. Okay. And the girl I'm currently dating, I don't think she'd like me to just go and fuck random people. No, so I wouldn't no, no, do no, it. No, no. I don't want to make her upset. That would make me feel... Yeah. No, I was talking about you switching it on in the bedroom and being like, yeah, but really giving it to someone. Yeah, but what I can do is I don't, it doesn't mean that even though I can separate sexual, the sexual act and that need to just from being in love with someone, I can also understand the different type of sex that I have with the woman I'm in love with. Because it is, sometimes it is fucking pick her up and fuck her against the wall and knock everything off and handcuff her and throat fuck her and all that. And then sometimes it is just that really lazy, beautiful Sunday morning snuggling and you're fucking on the big spoon and you get in there and you start fucking, yeah. you know, when she's in front, she's right. like arching her back. Boom. Do you brush your teeth first? Sometimes we don't. Wow. That's how like comfortable we are. I'm disappointed to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy that I was dating that always did that and I would be like, go fucking brush your mouth. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I smell the fucking Brush taco mouth that you with had. my dick. Yeah. Am I right? Those are the next words. <laughs> were you there? Were you listening? I, I was that guy. You've forgotten the, already. Uh, Jeff, we weren't going to talk about that today. Dude, that's why I've been chewing gum all afternoon in preparation really? for this. Ugh, Jeff, just give me some space. <laughs> just, I'm a person just like you. Do you, are you, um, are you privy to this uh, online f- drama fiasco between James Charles oh, and no. Tatiana, whatever the fuck, Westbrook is it? And, um... Jeffree Star got involved at the end of it. But as a as a gay man, I don't really want to get into their fucking bullshit YouTube drama because who cares and none of my listeners are 11. However, <laughs> I do want to ask you, one of the things James Charles talked about in this and on what he was accused of was being a, a gay man who preys on turning, trying to turn straight men or trying to find straight men who are with women and get them a little drunk or suggest them they should cheat on their girlfriends with him, blah, 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 blah by using his status and his fame. Now, my personal opinion is that that's bullshit. He's not preying uh, on anyone because if a dude has the inclination to go after, to, to be susceptible to a gay man going, hey, baby, maybe you should suck my famous dick. If a guy ever gets to the point where he goes, I guess I could try it, then he's definitely bi-curious or he's right. definitely fucking curious. Right. I am very open sexually, but if the hottest, most powerful gay man in the world offered me fame, fortune, and blah, 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 that's to, just to suck his dick. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I came here. You are not today. nearly successful enough yet, <gasps> Nikki Paris. No, don't take offense to I'm it, leaving. But it's, you, you, come on. Fine, Jeff. When you I come know. back with your own fucking, okay. you know, your own uh, three seasons deep, you know, session. I'm going to uh, call series, the gay clan. Which actually, it, I was going to say, it may, it may happen sooner than we think, but when that happens, that's when I'll suck a dick. But the deal is, like, I would never be susceptible to it because I'm just not sexually stimulated by yeah, men. Yeah, of course. But, I don't know, man. He, he, they were acting like he was a piece of shit. I'm like, nah. He's just going, like, I've gay men flirt with me and I like the flirt. It's fun. It's nice. It's I always nice and intense. <laughs> but vice versa, it's like me flirting with a girl who's not interested. I might right. flirt and try, but if she's, like, makes it clear, yo, not interested in that with you, blah, 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 blah. I got a boyfriend. I'm not into you. Whatever it is. Then I find it very easy to go, okay, no stress. Cool. Let's I think that, I don't know. The whole situation with him, I feel like it's kind of just like, I hate to say manipulated. Because how do you is, lose yeah. 3 million 
YouTube subscribers in like a week and then two gained days, them yeah. back a week later. Mm-hmm. He gained back like two million followers. So I think yeah. like the media is all in cahoots. I love that Jeffrey Star just feels the need to jump in his pink car, just drives around with his ear to the ground. He's like, it's like the police radio. Yeah. And just like, when should I jump in? Which is, you know why they work so well? Because it's the only part of his body that still hears. Is his ears. <laughs> so he can actually, uh, he can hear incredibly well. You know, when all the other senses are dumbed yeah. and dulled, yeah. you get really... right. Precision. So you're saying he probably just, heard this conversation right now. So he could like hear NASA yeah. radio waves. I kind of like Jeffree Star actually. Well, I don't think I answered your question though about what, what were we going to say about him. My hip, question was going to be is that is that do you think uh, a is it is it is it honestly that exciting or attractive for gay men to to pursue straight men and go could I turn him? And b um, I don't is there anything wrong with that? Because like I think if a guy is susceptible to it then he was always susceptible to maybe licking the tip of a dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know when you became Gail King. Like, I wasn't prepared for these. I thought we were going to talk about snowflakes and maybe just skiing. No, it's coming I up. definitely coming have up. had a few experiences with, like, some straight men. Like, not even going to Are lie. they straight? Um, or were they always a little curious? Are they bi-curious and they're probably just too intimidated to come out because... The guys in their hometown of Wisconsin would beat the shit out of them or call them a fag and like go after them. You know what I mean? And like bully them. I can't say. I can't do anything. I can't give any details. But what I will say is that say I think that I've never would pressure somebody into doing something. Like not. I've definitely like felt vibes, but like I would never like according to what Twitter was saying, like he was like sending like making like the first move, like oh you should suck my dick and like stuff like that, like. I feel and like even, that's a different even that, thing. Even that. That's invasive. Even that. But, but even that, if a guy says to me, maybe you should suck my dick, I go, nah, I'm good, bro. And then just like block him. Now, I understand that, I think this is where we come to sort of like, and uh, God, I don't want to go down this. I go down this path a lot. I think it's because it's such a prevalent conversation. But I don't want to go too deep into the gender divides, et cetera, et cetera. But there is an element that when a guy... When a woman says to me something sexual, overtly sexual, that I didn't ask for her to, I didn't give her any inclination to do that, which happens a lot. Women send me fucking photos or messages like, oh God, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I, if the roles are reversed or the genders are reversed, it might be like a big thing. Um, right. But it's because I don't feel any physical threat from them. No girl's going to pin me down. Like maybe some Russian kickbox chick somewhere. <laughs> She's going to beat fucking, the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, could like knock me the fuck out and Round rape me. kick you in. But, for the most Fish part, you. yeah, but for the most part, a woman's not going to overpower me. Yeah. So I always have that in the back of my, I've always got that if I need it. Yeah. Whereas with women, when men say very aggressive sexual things to them out of turn, rather than just being able to brush up and go, go fuck yourself. I'm cool. They might be like worried that, hey, if I say that to this guy, he might flip on me and pin me against the fucking wall and harm me. There's that fear, that physical fear. I just feel like my fear is like we live in the age of screenshots. Yeah. So like anybody could see anything that you sound like I don't feel safe like sending anybody anything truthfully it, like freaks me oh, out okay. like have you ever had like a, your dick pic gotten out on what on anything oh well because- so there's already a picture of my cock at a fashion show that I did for a friend who was a hat designer and it was actually a late I wore a woman's hat on a catwalk show in London and nothing else and that's when you did the big reveal well I just <laughs> I just didn't care I was like I like I don't care about my body being yeah. out and um, it looks all right. My dick looks, you know, it's nice and long and thick enough. For, and it's completely flaccid and it looks great. Um, but then, you know, I don't care about, like, I'll do a film one day where my cock will be out. Guaranteed. And like, yeah, great. I'm kind of happy about that. Sure. That's beautiful. I hope it happens whilst I've got a really nice body. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know? I think it's just going to help you. I think it's going to be more people that will <laughs> buy tickets to see you. I'd like to, yeah, my gay community following. If you're listening, definitely. Google, he said long and girthy gays, all right? Yeah, not gigantic. Take off the pink beats and not, get on Not, not gigantic, but bear in mind I'm six foot four. So when yeah. you look at the length of the penis on the body, I'm six foot four. It's almost two meters tall. And it's, it's pretty nice flaccid. So imagine what happens when it grows. Having sex with you seems like it'd be not great. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no, I'm gentle. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you're like the big, tall, green giant. No, no, no. And I'm also, I, look, listen, let me, let me not, let me cast any aspersions aside. Mm-hmm. I do not have a gargantuan dick. Okay. It's nine inches erect. But that's a decent <laughs> length of dick. Yeah. That's double. That's a hearty dose men- of dick. Yeah there's, yeah, there's countries where the national average is half of that dick. I could fold my dick in half. And still have guys in the toilets going like, oh, pretty big dick, bro. I don't know where they're from. It's like, like, Is that how you spend your weekends? No, but I feel like... Hanging out in fucking toilets at the urinals, just fucking slapping it. But I can't picture you like fitting in a bed. Like, <laughs> I feel like probably like hang off the bed. I mean, if what? Sorry, say again. I feel like because you're, you're so tall, like it yeah. would be uncomfortable. My penis? Be- no, no, your body. We're not talking about your penis anymore. I'm sorry to disappoint oh, you. Okay. I'm saying that like if somebody was to have sex with you, I feel like you're so tall what size are the blankets because I feel like your feet are probably I have, I have a California king in there and that's in- with some beautiful blankets one that's like on top it's all velvety and then underneath oh. it's like this soft like Murano wool or whatever it's fucking you want to rub your dick on it it's oh. like beautiful that's how you lure them in that's how I get them in I go look at the blanket, <laughs> the blanket. and then I throw the blanket oh. over them and I carry them in right but then I go do I have your consent and they'll go like a bit late and I'm like, uh, like not with a pencil, yeah, yeah, yeah. sign it in pen. And then, um, and then someone takes that comment out of context. Yeah. Cuts right. Into a like we were talking about before. Yeah. And yeah. then you have to have a whole PR plan. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you become a comic? Um, I wanted to be Britney Spears growing up and then I realized I had a muffin top and I couldn't sing that well. So I had to let that dream die. I mean, kinda... she's had more than her fair share of muffin tops, mate. First of all, I know, but she's. And she's, have you heard her sing lately? She's a deep fried angel, so don't don't you <laughs> fucking dare. Don't you? Okay, she's on her fifty one fifty right now. The people are rallying outside the courthouse. They're going to stab you. They're hearing you on the roof. Yeah. Jeffrey Star is going to send them. He's listening yeah, to the radio waves of this. He's on the fuck. So, she's like, Brittany's like, get on the scanners, bitch. Yeah. And the scanners is just Jeffrey Star's yeah. ears, just pro- like they right. they expand out and beep beep. Yeah. Beep beep. Kill Jeff beep, Leach. Beep, beep. And it just <laughs> That's, broadcasts yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I totally am into the Brit. Not that you asked that, but I'll let you know. Like, I will pay money. Just like the gay fans will pay money. I, I bought a ticket to see Britney Spears in Vegas and she yawned. And I was fine with that. She yawned? Yeah. I said, go sit one out. Skip a couple songs. I don't care. I res- I love her that much. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to take a break? Like, we'll sit. Yeah. We can I don't sit care. Down sit down. Just chill out. She yeah. yawned? Yeah, she definitely yawned. Fine with me. I was like, go take She didn't even turn around to no. pull the yawn. Like, Somebody get her grits. Or biscuits or she something. Just some, let her get get some carbs. Yeah, she needs carb load. Yeah, quick. just let her lay down for a little bit. Get some pre workout. But yeah, I've always been a performer, and I started doing stand up when I was seventeen, and I was I was on a cruise ship. And um, how old are you now? Twenty six. Twenty six. Right, nine years in. Yeah. So you've been doing comedy longer than me. Really? Yeah. I started eight years ago. Wow. I took like six months off, like the first year I started, because I, I don't, I couldn't get booked, and then I I met Gladys Simon, who's a big. 
New York City comedy nice. legend, and then I started. Took you under her wing. Took me under her wing. She yeah. scissored me, and now I'm a comedy <laughs> star. No, but <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I was on. I I was on. A, I, everyone my whole life was like, you should be a comedian. You should be a comedian. I was like, I don't really want to be that. Like, yeah. I thought would just think of like a big blazer jacket and jeans and like New Balance sneakers. Yeah, and I exactly. was like, hey, what's the deal yeah, with things? Yeah, exactly. So, um. I think like once I discovered like Joan Rivers and you know Richard Pryor and all these different people, it kind of was like, wow, comedy's actually really cool. Yeah. And I had nothing prepared the first time I went up, and I just made fun of people in the crowd. Riffed it. I made I fun of my everybody. First show. Yeah. And Where I was, was your wait. Describe your first show then. So it was you, on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean in front oh, of like hundred people. You were on a cruise people. on yeah. the holiday, mm-hmm. and then someone went, "Get out there! Get out there!" Yeah. Get my get friends were like, "You have to go up there," and I was like, "No, like I'm good." And what happened? The they were like, MC were like, yeah, come on. They were like, he has to go up. And I just, I went up and I just made fun of everyone in the crowd. I said, you know, I was talking about people, somebody at the cruise did ship. You, if you look back on it now with objective eyes, did you bomb? Did you do well? Did no, I did do, great. Okay. It's on YouTube. I have a video of it. Really? Yeah, it was very impressive. <laughs> I, I was. I would say I'm very critical, so oh. I, I would say that. Yeah, it was very. That's wonderful. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it now. I'm gonna pick that shit apart. Really, I, I, I'm gonna review your video. Sam, and I'm gonna review your dick dress pick. Okay, <laughs> so touche, bitch. Shit. I tell you what, yours is gonna be a short review than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah, a little confident. No, that was actually self-deprecating. Oh. I was, I was alluding to the fact that I have a small penis, so it'd have to be a short. I just review. get lost in your words. You sound like Thank how you. pizza tastes. Thanks. Thanks. You're Appreciate welcome. It. Thank you. So no, yeah, that was my stand-up story. That's that was amazing. my big intro. That's good. Well, congratulations. I mine was the complete opposite. I actually I had a good show, but I, I was doing a TV show, shooting a TV show called I think Big Brother's Big Mouth at the time in the UK. The show that Russell Brown used to do before he wow. launched into movies and that. And um, I uh, my friend who was a, a comic, I used to do some improv actually with an improv group. And we were doing a show and my friend, she said, oh, do you do stand-up? And I was like, I don't actually. But I was having problems with the improv group. They were kind of dicks. And they were very, uh, they were Cambridge. They were both Cambridge guys. So they were very like. Not the crackers, right? Up and stuff. No, like Cambridge University. Oh, boring. Yeah, like the, like the Monty <laughs> Python crew. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they thought they were the, the best thing ever and so clever. And all our, all our comedy has to be so esoteric. I'm like, people, most people don't know what esoteric means, motherfuckers. Like, stop like trying to make it high, you know, high brow. Just make it funny. Anyway, long story short, she goes, come and do stand-up. And you can do my club. And I had a TV career. So I, like, loads of people turned up for the show in this little pub in Camden at the top of the pub. And it was packed into this little room. And uh, I asked her how long I could do. And she was like, she was like, well, do like, you can do like 10, 15 minutes. So my first show was like, going to be 15 minutes long. Wow. I took an ecstasy tablet. My friend turned up, Remy, who was like a big dealer in Bristol. And he came down and he happened to be in London that weekend. He was like, I'm going to come out to your show, mate. I saw you advertising it. I was like, oh, wow. On MySpace. That's how long ago this was. And so he came to the show and we had whiskeys. And he gave me, he goes, you want a little, you want a, you want a little one? I was like, yeah. So I took an XT tablet and then I went on stage. By the time I went on stage, yourself? Like- by the time I went on stage, I was fucking flying. Oh, God. And I did 40 minutes on stage. And I, my ex-girlfriend at the time, my girlfriend at the time filmed it. And I somewhere that I had the, I had the video somewhere. I th- I hope it got deleted by now because I bet I'd cringe. But it was really funny. I ended up doing like 20 solid minutes on my Nigerian uh, shyster fucking housemate Tyre Ogidan he had diplomatic immunity he was a lunatic 
cokehead fucking just nut job. And I did 20 minutes just about him. How did and he the feel audience were loving it. He was cracking up. He was just like, he loved it. Aha, legend, stop it. And so they were literally getting to see, oh, he is that fucking nuts. Wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a fun show. What an experience. But I think it defined my first three years of comedy. Now, how did it feel to go back into that sober? Like, was it, were you like nervous? Wait, like, oh my God, am I How have you started becoming the interviewer? What's happening? I am curious, Jeff. What? I, th- I'm flipping the tables. Someone give him a T show. A T show? A TV show. Jeff. Give him a TV show. No, I'm this serious. guy should host his own TV show. I'm winking because that might be happening soon. Jeff. But you know what, what I was talking about? NDAs, right? NDAs? So when you, you did, <laughs> when you did stand up for the second time sober, what was the challenges of doing that? Um... No, I was all right. I always had stage confidence. I yeah. think if you can improvise, and you if move you, very well. Thank you. You're welcome. Man. I think if you're if you're if you have um, stage presence, if you're an actor and you've done stage work, you should be able to. That should um, cure you of any fears of one aspect of the job, just being on stage in front of a room full of people. If you have improvisational skills, you should also be doubly confident because whatever happens, you could effectively. I feel very confident, very confident that I could perform a one-hour show without any scripted material and just do crowd work, silly shit. I'd find props backstage. Just, I could riff for an hour. I could do a, a Robin Williams-esque, an homage to Robin Williams. And I'm not claiming that I'm Robin Williams or of that talent, but I'm saying that's why I'd probably go with it. Off the wall for an hour. I'm going to nominate you for a Tony. Oh, that, that's going to be my contribution to this Thank project. You. For your consideration, Jeff You're Leach. Welcome could do a one hour show yeah, that's welcome. what my special is gonna be called i could have done a one hour improvised show without any material but management said that was a bad idea yeah. so i wrote this right the special yeah i think it has a poetic ring to it yeah it's long it's yeah. a long title but yeah. you know what be different yeah be different catchy right exactly put on a t-shirt or fill the whole imagine thing imagine the hashtag trying to write that hashtag out to promote it it'd be like a numerical code yeah i don't think even it fits no it doesn't Something that you're not, something you're used to, apparently. What? Not fitting. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you about England. Um, when I went on a trip a couple of years ago, I went to Anne Hathaway's cottage, and I was thought I was under the impression it was Anne Hathaway from The Princess Diaries, and it was Shakespeare's wife. And I have a problem with you and your people that I'd like you to take back. Up you the thought ladder. it was a Hollywood actress, but it turned I, yeah. out to be a part of fucking history. Yes, I said, "Where's Julie Andrews?" Yeah, hundreds I, and hundreds of years yeah. ago. I said, "Where's Julie Andrews?" When I got there, I was very disappointed. And they're like, "This place is four hundred years old," and you're like, "Yeah, but I really just uh, she's got such great skin. Her complexion is amazing." I saw her it? there. I she's think she's like someone like she bathes in powdered <laughs> baby milk. I thought she was in the they costume from Les Misérables. However you say it, that she was just in there sweeping with Les a broom. Mis, yeah. yeah. Les right. Miserables. Yeah, right. I'm Les Miserables. Wait, D- what, that, what are their songs, wait? On my own. Do you On know? My I don't know. I don't know. I just know On My Own. And what are the other ones? I know On My Own. That's definitely I'm leaving. That's the sound Down, down, down and out. Down, 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 and out. Well, you know, you got to know. Never did it, ever did it. If I didn't, down, 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 down. Okay, so I'm taking Bugs back the Tony nomination. Like, <laughs> did you hear that pitch, though? Pitch perfect. Yeah. Who's, I, yeah. I think that was before my time. Give me back, Tony. <laughs> 
give it back. Okay, fine. All right, thank you. I'll put You're it here. I'm going to put it here. Here you go. Here you go. Thank you. Oh, I've got two now. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. Have you ever been to the UK? Yeah. You have? Yeah, just once. I Yeah. What were you there for? Comedy? No, I went for a trip with my high school. Nice. And I saw, I went to the Globe Theater and I saw The Lion King, which was not great. And you didn't enjoy it? No, I don't like The Lion King. It's too much. I enjoyed it. When they I went make to it feel it. like you're actually in Africa. And yeah. I left with West Nile virus. I liked the Disney version. It was a lot more. And you were like too many black people. No, it was just too. The elephants that were running through the aisles. It, it was, was a little. Much. Be honest. It was a bit of racism. You were like when I what I just said. Yeah. When it was, no. no. When you were like no. When he when you said it was like it was too. It was like you were in Africa. Yeah. It was surrounded just, by. Well, like it was also, they also didn't put the air conditioning on. You were scared. It was 150 degrees. It's, it, look, it's all right if you need to come clean about your horrendous racism. Now's the place to talk about it. We Shut up, Jeff. Out. Listen, I yeah. went to I get it. Um, Look, you're, the you're Globe. Ha- you're handsome. You're possibly Middle Eastern or some shit. I don't know. I'm Italian. Know. Italian. You're summing. You're foreign. You got a bit of summing going on. And you're gay. You're already ticking enough boxes. It's okay that you're a little racist. I'm not racist. I had a black boyfriend. <sighs> Trying, well, white girl really kicking in there. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I will take that. I did. I was in college. Beautiful, thick dick. Just to pay reparations. Yeah, that's why I did it. All those years of crying into the pillow. I feel like there's. I feel like I mean I feel like there's there's a number of gay men who would be like, okay. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not racist. I come from a family. I'm, who's I'm, a little, I'm glad you're not. Yeah. I'm glad you've confirmed. Well, I come it. from like a very I don't big think Trump anyone family. Anyone listening was ever on the. Well, I'm from Staten Island. Everybody racist. in Staten Island is like very big on Trump. Really? So I like grow up in like a very conservative world. You live up well. My parents both voted for Brexit, and I, I think part of that was born out of um, no. Uh, everybody xenophobia, I know loves him. Xenophobia. Yeah, everybody which I is know ironic because my dad married a Romanian, and my mum is a Romanian <laughs> in England, and yet they were like both like, yeah, gotta keep them foreigners out. I'm like, what are you fucking <laughs> on about? You are the foreigner. You fucks the foreigner. Yeah. No, but when I go home to Staten Island, I see a lot of Trump signs. It's weird. Really? Like, I feel like you think that someone would just throw a boot through your front door. Like, why would you... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, 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 I'm much more centrist in politics than I was, only because uh, I think this president in particular has brought out the absolute lunacy on both sides. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was always there. Yeah. It was just now it's quiet just like or hidden. Bubbling. And I hate how many, I hate how many people are embarrassing uh, my camp, the left-leaning, democratic-minded, progressive people. And, uh, but obviously it's infinitely as scary to see the fucking, you know, neo-Nazis marching the streets. I mean, look at Charlottesville. It's just like, I didn't, I, it's scary to think these people live among us, truthfully. Mm. But it's weird. It's a weird time to be alive. And I'm nervous about global warming. I just found out that the, they said it's going to be five, 10 years. I have so much I want to do. Well, you think that's when we're going to die? That's what they said. They said that it's going to be like five to 10 years with global warming. So now I'm biting on my nails. That's not true. It's not. You know, we, we are, Call we are, Bill Nye. Now nah, we're 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 hundreds of 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 the globe, like imploding or exploding because of heat from the sun or getting to that place. We're we're actually thousands of years away from that. However, we are on a. a Can I quote that? Can I quote you on that? We're on a hundred percent guaranteed that will happen, and there are ways for us to slow down the effects of. We we might be. What we're saying is the sun destroying the earth is thousands of years away, but the earth destroying itself or humans destroying the earth prior to that even happening is infinitely more likely and could happen in a matter of hundreds of years if we don't change our patterns. But Bill Nye said five to 10 years. That was the quote. I mean, Bill Nye loves mushrooms. 
He's super baked. You really? Say, yeah, Bill Nye definitely. How do you know that? <laughs> what the? Oh my God. Allegedly. My childhood. Alleg- wait, allegedly. First of all, I, I want to make on the statement on the record and say that I have no idea whether Bill Nye likes hallucinogenic drugs or not. Allegedly. However, I will say that allegedly that motherfucker gets high. Who doesn't from science? The world of science, all scientists, incredible, all the greatest minds of our age, all the greatest musicians of our age, most of the greatest performers of our age have at some point explored the experience of psychedelic drugs because it opens your mind to so many different fucking possibilities that you honestly are closed off to you until, you know, you open that synapse out fully at the back of your brainstem, you know, and you allow that dopamine to flush in, to flood you with possibility, wonder, awe, and excitement about every facet of experience, of the human experience and beyond. God, I sound like a fucking... Bill, if you're listening, call me because I did not see this coming. But God bless him. Bill, if Bill Nye listens to this podcast, Bill... Come on, what would you and do we'll if he take was? some mushrooms. I'll ask him if he wanted to take some mushies and then do a podcast. Do you like doing mushrooms? What's your favorite Occasionally, drug? Well, I've done lots of different drugs. I, I don't really do any of them anymore except smoke weed. So, Same. I'm pretty yeah, bored. And that is my favorite drug because I think it can have really positive effects on a huge number of people. I think from, I think we're designed to enjoy it. I did shrooms one time. I was 18. It was my best friends from high school. And uh, we had the whole house to ourselves. And I'll never forget it. I just ran onto this trampoline and did a triple front flip and landed perfectly on my feet. Like everybody saw it. I don't know how I would have done that if it wasn't on shrooms. Have you seen the videos where people were saying crack cocaine is a super mutant drug? Because there's all the, basically someone's just <laughs> cut together video clips of crackheads doing the craziest shit. Like there's one where a crackhead jumps off a third story out of a third story window. Are you calling me a crackhead? Lands <laughs> and runs away. And you're like, what? I did this is one X, time. This is X Men drugs. There's no like. There's just there's shit where you can just crackheads are so unaware of how their body feels they can do these craziest fucking athletic shit jeff i didn't ask you about a crackhead i asked about me i'm just saying if you're gonna do i was 17 and adorable i was like michelle kwan i'm just saying you You would have been so proud of me you and all your gay fans i like perfectly was like you've been very impressed you were living it i was living it yeah yeah an olympian um but yeah, mushrooms and, and acid, I still think there's a place in my life for those drugs. Yeah. But in immense moderation and very careful and with the right kind of people and for the right kind of experience. Like, I'd love to try ayahuasca. Yeah, me too. I've heard it's incredibly healing. I'm ready to have that healing. <laughs> You're going to I'm a just, deep place. I'm just not ready to spend the $3,000 to fly to a fucking, you know, um, South American jungle. Yeah. So I can do it properly with a shaman. I haven't got that money yet. But if you just fucking go to patreon.com slash savage snowflake listeners and donate one dollar each a month i could go on that holiday in two months or plug <gasps> your only fans account don't tell everyone about that and actually it's my free cams actually that's guys where, that's where my account is look out for i it. would I, I reckon i could make really good money if i was happy like fingering my butthole on camera but i just can't do it 
I mean, this is a beautiful setup. It's I, a beautiful setup. It's so, it's so ready for black, a Black, red, and brown? Fingering. No. Isn't it ready for a butthole fingering right here? Right. You have everything all set up for it, for sure. You get yourself from two different angles. I'm glad I'm rearranging my arm of my mic. I'm not even thinking about the noise that's going to cause. I'm so sorry. I thought time. you were getting ready to finger your butthole for the people <laughs> tuning in. I'm rearranging. I'm creating a little room. It's a big butthole. I was going to introduce him, guys. But like, this is the moment you've been waiting for. What's your favorite part of being a standout? How does it, what's the best bit for you? Making people happy. I know it sounds like so generic, but it like it does. That sounds really cheesy. Get the fuck out. Get out. No. Get out. Please. And thanks very much to uh, Nikki <laughs> Paris, our guest today. No, Make I sure truly. I mean, there was something that really impacted me like a month ago. That what was there was his a name? woman. No, there was a woman in the did show. You see what I did there, though. Someone impacted me. <laughs> talking about compacting. Yeah, I got it. I was trying to have a deep moment with you poop in your bum with because of sex, anal sex. We're, we're back to your butthole. Compacting, <laughs> impacting, compacting. I, that was the joke. I was. It was gross. It's really gross, but it was very personal. It was very sexual. It was very much, very much driven by, you know, the dialogue of a gay man having sex with another gay man, putting the penis inside of the anus and compacting what was in there. So impacting, compacting, what was his name? That was... Anyway, I there was a woman who came up to me at the show who told me, I mean, watch, you're, watch how awkward you're going to feel now. She told me that I really needed this laugh. My son just died. And I literally was like, oh, my God, like, that's why. So that's my answer for every time now. Why, like, everyone stand-ups, like, must be so hard. It is so rewarding. Also, she sounds like, I mean, lady, fucking rain it in a bit. But I think that, isn't that special? Like, honestly, like, that's a lot of fucking pressure. Anywhere. I think that just, like, I like to be, I'm a people person. Uh, I like making people happy. I think I externalize the self-loathing that I have. And always decided that if I can do something that makes people fucking happy, um, it makes me feel like I'm more worthwhile. Yeah. I'm a more worthwhile person. So I can relate to that and empathize with that completely. But also, I feel invincible on stage. That I get off on the fucking power yeah, of it. Me too. You know? But I feel like I have a hard time dating. Like certain people I feel like don't want to date me because I'm, I'm a comedian. Which Absolutely. Really... Me. Also... Not into men, but if I were into men, I wouldn't. I don't want to date comics ever again. Yeah, I did it. Terrible design. Terrible idea. Did they oh. put you in their act? Sorry. Did you wind up in their she act? She tried to ruin my career. The girl in England. Yeah, yeah. She's a horrendous person. But anyway, that's you know another story. But it's like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be with comics. We're un, very undateable characters. Yeah. Always desperate for validation. Desperate. Um. Late nights, you're never home. Quite overly sensitive in some ways, even though we act like we have no sensitivities or yeah. caustically have no empathy. <sighs> yeah, Those are sociopaths. There's a lot of those. A lot of male comics are those guys, I think. Yeah. And a few females that are just really... I think they're sociopaths. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mocking the world is the only thing that makes them feel good. And they don't connect to people, which is weird. That's a, it's, it's Sometimes that's the kind of comedy that's actually most successful, certainly online, I think. The more you can like pick apart everyone around you, whereas I'm definitely of the school of pick pick apart my own foibles, my own insecurities, highlight them, make jokes out of them. That gives me some control and power over them, and also hopefully makes an audience empathize with who I am and go, "I'm a bit like you. I feel that too." And now I like you, and I think you're funny because you tell me the things that I feel, you know. But I would be too scared to ever say in public. Yeah, yeah. But I think. I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't want to wind up in somebody's act. Like, I, I feel like that's why I could think a lot of people's fear. But, but also, it's so egotistical. Am I going to be in your act? How dare you? I'm going to spend my time on stage talking I think, about I you. I think normies, the normies. Yeah. 
normies will ask that a lot. I get asked that. Yeah. Especially like, if, I, if I do stuff with people in the audience as well during a show, if something happened and blah, blah, blah. And then they'll come out and they'll be like, like, hey, you're welcome. Hey, you know, hey, you're going to need me at every show. Like, I'm like, no, I'm no, I'm really not. Yeah, just we're good. Go on. Bye. Thank Love you. you. <laughs> like, thanks very much. Back was, into your Honda Accord. Yeah, it's really Goodbye. Fun. Hey, that's a great car. I wish I had a Honda Accord. Toyota Corolla, 2001. A Chevy Cruze. It's going to blow up. Uh, really? There's 100,000 miles on it. 170,000 <gasps> on my car. Wow. And it's still, it's still going? still going. All right, that gives me hope then. And I own it. I own it outright, you know? Yeah, well, you're a baller. Three and a half thousand dollars of sweet fucking potential real estate, <laughs> ladies. You're tuning in, and, oh, and you need a mop, shit, baby. I got all the skills. I got a fucking car yeah. that's borderline decrepit. And ladies, a very clean and neat and organized apartment. I'm very. My apartment is very neat. I'm actually very. very neat. I'm a very good organized, yeah, conscious cleanliness guy. You Hygiene would, and cleanliness. You would think that somebody's single mother lived here. I am a single mom. It really is impressive. I'm impressed. Delicately raising some sweet buds of marijuana. Yeah, you're a parent. Them. Yeah, I'm a parent. That's a paternal. I vacuum a lot. I clean a lot. I wipe things down. I wipe down services. Never, never shit on the plates. You know all the good things. Not yet. Not yet. Have There's a still time. When I meet the right girl. Right. <laughs> oh, baby. I love you so much. I feel like I can even shit on the plates around you. Right. Have you got love? Are you in love? No. Shit. When was the last time you were in love? Yeah, I, it's like so embarrassing. To, I've never I've never been in love. No, I've okay. actually never had a serious boyfriend. Okay. I have a lot of... That's not um, embarrassing. I'm very touchy. <laughs> what do you mean? And touchy I have a lot feeling? of guards up. Yeah. I have like, I'm very guarded. And I don't I'm not touchy-feely like tactile. You're touchy in terms of you get annoyed I'm very careful on who things. I let in. And I have okay. to be honest with you, most people, like, I know what I want. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know this may make me sound like an asshole. I very much go on looks. I feel like emotionally, like, I don't need somebody for that. But I just want somebody who's really good looking. And that's really all I care about. Wow. And, like, for right now. Because I, I know I don't have the time to emotionally commit to somebody. Is that now... Hang on a sec. But are you open to that concept because often when we're not looking for things that's when the things come into like i was yeah. i was very i think consciously wanting to be in a relationship with someone for a while in the last couple of years because um i'd done time on my own I'd done time on my own i was ready for a mature relationship and i was looking for it looking for a look of it and as soon as i deleted all the fucking apps and just gave up and went fuck this it's awful dating sucks and all that i meet a girl and we reconnect and it's like oh wow shit yeah, this is great. You know, it was the right time. So maybe it's just not There's the right There's one time. guy I see like on and off. He's like the only person that I've Sweet had. Sweet dick. Sweet dick. Here. We've actually never slept together. Oh, I won't sleep with him, but um, he's very rough, which like to the point that like it, like it bothers me. Like he was like, if we're together, I'm going to like spank you every day. I was like, I'm going to spank you with a, with a belt, with a knife. Like, you're not hitting me. He, might like, be he wants to, like, pull my hair. Like, I'm just, like, not into stuff like that. Like, I'm from New York. I'll, to be I'll break your neck. Like, oh. don't pull my hair. Don't touch me. So, like, it's out of step. Like, Is it wrong that I'm a little roused right he's now? A, he's very just, like, he's, <laughs> he's, like, the CEO of a company. He's very powerful. But, like, oh. I also, like, have my own thing, too. So, if you think that I'm, like, too, there's you met your match is what I tell him. But I do like him. I just, there's a power struggle. I just feel like, I'm, hit me. I'm going to hit you. That's so like I don't know demoralizing. He drives I mean, me crazy. I get worked up talking definitely about a niche it. Pornography. You know what I mean? Hundred like percent. Two just fired beautiful just gay men just slapping each other. But it'd be like an art house film, like some some kind of lo-fi German music playing as you slap and then slap and slap 
and slap and you just stand there and then there's just and there's just Britney playing quietly on a, on a gramophone <laughs> yeah. from vinyl and then she yawns yeah. <laughs> but it's like crackly like an old recording of it I just feel like the gay men out here there's just too much of like a I feel like you have to have sex every single day you have to just yes! too much could you have sex every day um I I mean at the moment I am pretty much wow but I uh do I Which enjoy hand? the occasional day hey the occasional day off yeah I quite like days where I don't have sex sometimes yeah this guy's like we have to have sex every I'm 35 day. Like, like I'm 35 like I really enjoy sex and I really enjoy sexual adventure adventures yeah but I also enjoy equally as much just the occasional day off where I go like Oh, it's nice just I'm, I'm gonna sleep. sit this one out I'm sleep yeah <laughs> yeah that's all right now um but I mean the gay men in I, I go to Hollywood um gold's gym and it's like 95 percent gay powerful gay men yeah it's hard to be a gay man in this city it's hard enough to be a straight dude like for in terms of what you have to have physicality wise I can't even imagine how difficult it is today without abs as a gay man in this city yeah and I think that's also too it's just like everybody's disposable to everybody out here. Yeah. Like, I don't like that feeling. What do you want from me? But then again, you've just outlined that what you would really want from a partner right now is just kind of beauty and sex. It wouldn't be an investing, you know, you said you don't like letting people in yeah. and that you find it hard to show the vulnerabilities. But I f- have found personally, just on my personal basis, by embracing my vulnerabilities and being quite publicly, you know, uh, vocal about them, that's what's brought me some really good fucking friends out in the, in the city. Because people go, oh shit, I feel like that too, but no one ever fucking says it. Yeah. Thanks, man. I can talk about it. You know, and that's, that can form a really deep connection with someone in yeah. a friendship. So yeah. maybe you need to be a little more vulnerable. If I you do need to be a little bit, I need to let my guard down. Dick. I know, I need a fuck buddy. Sweet dick. Sorry. It's okay. I, I love, <laughs> the way you commit to it, I don't want to interrupt you. I just see it in your eyes that you really. Sweet dick. Yeah. I get to just invigorate just you. Just fucking like a corn on the cob, just throw it in there. <laughs> Roll it in some of that fucking salt, yeah. the chili salt. And yeah, the, what do they sell? Like oh, Parmesan cheese, fares. butter. Right. And then... Yeah. Oh, sweet dick. Well, I wish now I, I know what I'm doing tonight. Man, I wish I was bi. I wish I, I was get bi. get on the cob. Do you? Yeah, would you, would you wish to be bi or straight if you could change your sexuality? Um, I don't think that I could ever not be gay because there's so many loopholes growing up. I think there's just so many things I could do whatever I wanted in high school. I was just like, I'm wearing a boa. They're like, do don't go to school. Today. So you we had a, that sounds like you had a really lucky. I did. Situation. I had a really did lucky. I was like, I bet there's a lot of guys in the deep south who are like, if they could have chosen to be born straight, they probably would have taken that up just because for ease of life and. No, I mean, my parents definitely had a hard time because I, I come from very Catholic. Republican family right yeah yeah but um, you know I am who I am and I'm a lot of fun so you're missing out yeah you know sometimes I look nice in the right lighting and sometimes I'm a lot of fun to be around and I'm fun to smoke weed with I think yeah and <laughs> fucking play with dicks yeah right I'm, in that order there's something regressed about me like it's something sexual I can I see don't, you being bi nah but I don't I've, I'm, I'm so open to it over the course of my life that I've like made out with a very attractive dude and I just I felt the mild physical repulsion of someone not into this experience and it yeah. felt forced and yeah. therefore un, you know a turn off that's how I feel too about men but, that's, <laughs> but you know what I mean though there's a lot yeah. of that, that that's what you know I guess gay men would feel when they when they kiss a woman they'd be like oh, no, I made out with a lot of girls you did and I liked it were you ever intimate with them as well like physically intimate no or? I've never seen or touched a vagina okay 
I'm afraid. But to. you had relationships with them. Yeah, when I was younger. dating a girl in middle school, and her dad. We went on a date, and her dad got me um, a Kareem Abdul Jabbar um, action figure for my birthday, and I was like, "What type of Barbie is this?" So it was like, "I'm not into this." And then we just went to the movies, and then like she was waiting for me to kiss her, and I just gave her a hug, and I said, "Bye, bitch. See you next tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitch. Yeah, it was kind of like Love that. Love your outfit. See you later. Oh my god, you're so skinny. Bitch. Bye, bitch. But then actually once I came out. Kissed her dad full on the lips. There was one night I hooked up with like six girls at this house party. And I like made out. She's never made out with somebody before. She was not an attractive girl. But I did that because I'm a humanitarian. (laughs) You wanted to give her a little experience. I did. I gave her my sweet velvet tongue. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm a hero. You are a giver. I wrote it off of my taxes that year. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put it down there. You were like, I was a bottom for all these girls. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them get in there. But there's a tender kiss to a girl that, like, I just felt, you know, I, it wasn't even like a guy kiss. Women a girl. are so easy to find. I look like a young lesbian. Attractive. Whether you're whether you're sexually attracted to them physically or not, they're so beautiful to behold. Yeah, it's women's true. bodies. It's so true. And you know what, dude? There, there's dudes in the fucking gym in the goals gym I go to that are, you know, like incredible peak physical condition, and their bodies look impressive, but never like. To me, I mean, fair enough, I'm straight, but also they're not sensual. They don't feel sensual. They just feel like animalistically yeah. cool. Yeah. So I want to be like that ripped that I look like animalistically cool, but I know I'm never going to have the sensual desire that a woman's body has. But when you look like that much, it's just like you're that big. Like, I always look at them like, have they ever tasted a Whopper? You're never. Like, they, they're, I mean, they sound like miserable to be oh, around. Bro, now you're you your grains want- and oats. After this podcast, I'm going to drive to Wendy's and get a chicken burger. Oh, yeah. The spicy, chi- uh, spicy, spicy chicken, chicken burger yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. I know. I love, I love Wendy's. I'm going to be a fat bitch. I'm going to come home and eat it. He's going to take Wendy by the pigtails. Jerk off onto my own stomach and just leave it in the belly button. Let it just sit there until it, you know, it all goes clear. Isn't that amazing that when yeah. the sperm is alive and moving around it, it's more milky. But if you just leave that shit... It just fucking goes more clear. Isn't that crazy? Cum changes with time. <laughs> I mean, with nine months, it can change from cum into a baby. And that OnlyFans link is that Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty kind of... I mean, that's what a belly button... I like button, porn. After a certain age, that's what a belly button is for. Lazy cum receptacle. So do you just have a jacuzzi of lint and crusty I'm pretty semen? Certain. And I'm pretty belly- certain every man who's listened to this podcast who is over the age of fucking 24 has at some point used their belly button as a cum receptacle. You should do a belly button challenge. And there for a bit, the belly button challenge. The belly button challenge. What would that entail? This all these men just send the picture of their belly buttons and we can examine. Oh them. no, I'm all right. No, you can. Uh, you can send the, it you, to the panel at the Savage at Gmail. No, no, you are you are definitely the leader of that challenge, yeah. and all all submissions should be directed towards you. Jeff's I do not number want... is nine oh eight. I specifically don't want anyone to send me pictures of cum in their fucking belly button. You're fun to torture. Yeah, a no. little bit. It, it is. It's a lot no, of because fun because you jest and you think this is humorous but then what you don't know is that i have some listeners that would do that yeah <laughs> and they'd be like he said it before i got he here he said it so i did it it was really weird because i got here and i sat at the table and jeff was like i really want to see what my listeners like belly buttons look like yeah and i was like that's you should totally well, ask I mean, them i've, the I've seen some beautiful belly buttons me too a belly button i love it nice- very defining of a woman's yeah you know like just her her lines and her shapes and her yeah shape. i like belly buttons too a nice one. Yeah. But you don't want to sniff them. They look like tight. Belly buttons oh, never smell good, no, do they? No. I don't know if I've ever sn- sniffed one. Never got in there? No. 
Is don't that something it. I should don't be checking it. for? Ooh, it's like no. the back of ears. Don't sniff a back of an ear. Ooh. You never know what day you're going to get. If she, I mean, sure, if she washed her hair the day before, great. Yeah. But some girls don't wash their hair for days. I know. That's I wash my hair every day. Animals. Aren't they animals? I know. That's so skeevy. Fuck it. I'm gay. Let's do it. Let's go. Just men with incredible hygiene. That's all I need. No, but that's true. Women can get away with it. They just don't wash their hair for fucking days. They go, it takes out the natural oils. I can't. It takes too long. It's like, it smells like goose shit. Although, actually, though, I'm dating a woman of color, and they physically cannot wash their hair every day. Yeah, that's Because a if they situation. do, it will mean four hours in the fucking yeah. bathroom every morning. Like, it's a lot of upkeep. I seriously have so much respect for African-American women. Yeah. I could barely brush my teeth in the morning sometimes. Like, I don't have the energy. African-American women are... They are like, like they've gone through some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like on in in lots of different ways at the hands of like, I'm, this is not this is not this is not the woke podcast. But let me say, there's something mildly fucking just impressive off the bat when you meet a black woman. You go like, all right, well you've gone through a lot of shit from Western white culture and a lot of shit from your own fucking culture as well. You know, like the, the the power struggle within within black communities and how women can be treated, like they're 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 kind of born fucking survivors in, in a lot of ways. Um, that's black why I'm, magic. I'm very attracted. I mean, like my my girl is you know Puerto Rican and Jamaican, and I think there's a big part of me as I get older, I respect and I find attractive different qualities in people. Of course, and survival. Yeah. is a quality that maybe it's because I'm 35 and I'm a little bit worried about the state of the fucking world. And there's a part of me that goes, it's thinking about families and futures. And I want to lay down foundations with a woman who's strong. Yeah. That's really attractive to me. And I'm attracted to perseverance too. Like anybody who takes their odds and finds a way to like outwit and outthink. Yeah. And outdeliver. Plus like also on a very shallow base as well. I feel like <laughs> Latin women and black women just move a little differently in they bed. Do. They as do. a ge- gross generalization yeah don't get me wrong white girls i'm not hating on you some of you got some fucking hips on you and you know how to roll them around i'm just saying most white girls are not <laughs> great answers. i'm just saying becky it's not always <laughs> it's preference. Us, right so <laughs> just you know move a little stop doing the box stuff yeah and i Switch get it, it up. they're used to like having sex with dudes that they wish they were dead so they just like lay there like they are dead yeah but baby, come on, you gotta move your fucking hips a little bit. I know. A lot of people just lay there. Just lay there. What do you do when someone just lays there? <laughs> That's never ha- I've never had someone just lay there, really? Really? I've had like poor sexual partners, people who were like <laughs> working class, no. Poor <laughs> sexually devoid yeah. partners. But then they didn't just lay there. You know, they just try and it'd be awkward and you can't find any kind of rhythm and they don't really know what they're doing and you know, like any stimulation of me feels awful and when I'm trying to stimulate them they are kind of confused about oh no yeah oh yeah and you're like oh, fucking Jesus Christ you know what I mean it's like when you kiss someone but you I think you know that when you kiss someone yeah when it's you true. French kiss There's someone a correlation. you already know if they're going to be good in bed or not for the most part you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you could vibe it out. Yeah. And there's like you the kiss someone, rhythm they of tongue. To the, yeah. they, just, they just nibble a little bit on the bottom lip and there's a little bit of tongue, but then it's like quite most, you know, yeah. more not closed too much mouth. Tongue, yeah, not just too the much right tongue. amount, a little, maybe a little soft little kiss just here, just a little little one there before going, you know some shit's going to happen. That's going to be sexual. There's nothing But if someone worse. goes in and they're like, la, 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 yeah. That is literally, I've been in that situation and really? I, I've actually asked, I said, could you please keep your tongue out of my mouth? And they said, yes. But you still fucked him. 
or had some kind of sexual. Yeah, you bet. You bet your ass. I, you so, bet. I bet your ass. Yeah, you're, you bet the right ass. <laughs> no, I just have a lot of rules in the bedroom. It's really weird. I don't know what happened to me. Like, I don't I ever pull my hair. Don't ever like be rough. There's well, definitely I'm a, a rule. I mean, rule maybe you were like assaulted. Maybe it's bringing back a bad memory. No, <laughs> and I don't mean sexual sort of necessarily. Maybe nice someone wants in a fight when you were a kid. You had your hair pulled, Ooh. and you fucking just hate that feeling. Yeah, there's shit I don't like. I there's things and there's things I won't do to a woman. Like, um, like the more extreme. Like a lot of women have like said this thing. thing. I, I I was very prolifically promiscuous when I was younger. Okay. So the partners I've I've had about seven, maybe seven or eight hundred women. Nice. that I've slept with. Wow. But out of those girls, quite a large. Not a large number, but a decent enough proportion that I can think back over lots of women saying that to me. Have had like rape fantasies and things like that. Yeah, and that's I, a thing. I had yeah, no idea. yeah, and I just go like, that's where I can't do it. I can't do that because I had a friend that I found out was into that. I was, I just, I, I was like, I wish I never knew. I mean, look, back then it was because I just felt uncomfortable doing it. I didn't want to yeah. do something that I felt sexually uncomfortable doing. Like, yeah. why would I? And I don't want to do that with someone. But now, even now, more so, it's like, Jesus Christ, fucking... In 2019? I'm all right. Thank you very much. Yeah. I want to do the thing that could potentially make you make up some horrendous story about me. Where's the tape recorder? There's crazy people in the world, and I'm not going to give any of them a fucking opportunity. Undeniably so. Undeniably so. But, you know, if a chick wants me to, like, choke her or smack her bum or, you know, put her on a leash, I'll do that shit. On a leash, yeah. really. You kind of just have to be trustworthy enough to maybe even get some... And I think it's okay in modern age. And by the way, any of my younger male listeners, perhaps, who... I mean, you're more at risk of getting in trouble because you're, unfortunately, young men are kind of the guys who generally tend to do things that overstep a sexual boundary. I think there's no fucking shame in 2019 if you and your partner, you and your girlfriend want to do something really um, uh, more seriously... Something a little bit more on the on the kink side, sexually, have written confirmation for each other. Make a little video with each other, just saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm so and so, and this is my girlfriend, and we're gonna do this, and and you know, you're consent- consenting, and then you can just enjoy the experience and have fun with it without worrying that somewhere down the line that yeah. could fucking." And I know that's really awful that you have to almost do like a little verbal contract beforehand but yeah do that no definitely do, do that, that. <laughs> definitely definitely do that yeah because you never and know and then throat fuck the shit out of each other and just get it fucking on fucking let right. yeah let ram, it ram out. her elbow inside right. your asshole scream moan cry all of the above set your pubes on fire yeah. and have her smother your face until you almost pass out from asphyxiation and then get gasoline oh if you're into if you're into it hot like that yeah we're going to get sued. Someone's going to sue us. They're going to go, I did everything you said <laughs> and I still landed myself in prison. What's the bail? Please help. What's the bail? Exactly. <laughs> Guarantee we haven't got the money yet. Okay. Comics? Or maybe you're wealthy. Are you wealthy? Um, No. Nah, me neither. Yeah. I'm okay with money. I definitely... I'm trying to save. I spent a lot of I money. I spend a lot of money too. I made Ooh, a... I made, I'm dangerous. I made a few hundred thousand uh, pounds in the UK. And so that would have been like, you know, could be maybe a million out here. And then I, not a million, I think almost. A, anyway, I spent a lot on dumb shit. What's your vice? Oh, back then it was like dating and on having growth? crazy shit. Yeah, having crazy expensive experiences. And then also, you know, a lot of drinking and drug taking. Yeah. Spent a lot of money on Coke and champagne. You're like such a rock star. Not anymore. You're nah, still a rock star to us. Thanks. Q, to all of you Q. tuning in. Yeah. 
Um, thank you. Thank you very much, Internet. Um, we love you. Good night. We're almost at the end yeah. of the podcast. We've got wow. like a minute and five seconds. We could finish it right on the time. But Ooh. let's not do that. Let's like let's dice with death a little bit. Okay. Um, but I want people to know how they can find out about your comedy before we do that. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki yes. Paris Bitch. Wait, I'm already so predictable. Really? Nikki Paris Bitch. Yeah, that's my birth name. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'm honoring what the Catholics gave me. Okay, fair. I like it. Yeah. Um, and that's on Instagram and, and Twitter. Is Instagram there a website Twitter? for live shows as well? I know you probably NikkiParis.com. NikkiParis.com. N I C K Y. Y. Yeah. Not I. Not I. Like, he's not Nick E. He's, a, he's like, Nick, hey, yeah. Nicky. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Nicky yeah. Paris. Hey. That's right. Bitch. Like fucking douche. <laughs> right. And then just the bitch that um, just comes in. And in. Uh, performances coming up. In- yeah, I'm opening for Suzanne Westenhofer in Oregon on June 7th um, in Oregon. Awesome. This will definitely um, be out before I'm then. headlining Caroline's on October 29th in New York City. Nice. Um, and I have a podcast coming out at... Can I plug other podcasts? Of course you can. At the Comedy yeah, yeah, Store yeah. with Dean McDermott and Adam Hunter. And the first episode is going to premiere on People Magazine. Haven't you just had some incredible acts on there already? I mean, yeah. People on there. Tori Spelling, Perez Hilton, Jay Moore. Nice. Yeah. So it's been really exciting. We haven't launched yet, but People Magazine is premiering it on June 10th. Amazing. What's it called? Daddy Issues. Daddy Issues from the Comedy Store. Yeah. And with Nikki Paris and Adam Hunter. Make sure and you listen to that as well. Yeah. And Dean, yeah. Yeah, but if you're following him on social media, I'm sure you'll, you'll be plugging see it, all of yeah. that. I haven't officially announced it yet. I have to wait till people And then see it. also keep your eyes peeled <laughs> later on in the year because it could be some excitement. Yeah. Some excitement about a potential show. But yeah. you don't want to talk about it because of NDAs. I can't NDAs. talk about it yet. But I, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. I just. I don't know what you're talking about. I hope in I six months' time people will look back and go, oh, wow, remember we watched the episode with Nikki Paris? Yeah. He's fucking blown up. Huge. It's going to happen. Love, love you, Nikki you. Paris. I love you, Jeff. Um, let's go smoke a blunt and talk about Britney. Okay. And. Uh, I just burped. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye, guys.